Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. PH braces itself in SCS row through effective public diplomacy and soft power. As a matter of strategy and vision, it is wise and smart for the Philippine state to combine the use of soft power in foreign relations with the much more developed concept of public diplomacy. The success of states in enhancing their international reputation and support in the international community heavily depends on effective public diplomacy and the deft use of soft power in the contest for hearts and minds in international opinion. The drawn-out dispute between states in the South China Sea, notably between China and ASEAN claimant states and particularly between China and the Philippines, has plainly developed into a contest in public diplomacy and soft power. It is no accident that China has won little support in the dispute with its policy of spurning international law and the international maritime order under the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, UNCLO, and of ignoring the sovereign rights of claimant states to their exclusive economic zones, eases. Conversely, The Philippines has won wide support in its bold defiance of Chinese bullying tactics and maneuvers in the waterway. The country's victory in the arbitration case at the Permanent Court of Arbitration at The Hague has become a landmark in the dispute. The SCS situation today is a classroom illustration of the important relationship between public diplomacy and soft power. Soft power, by definition, is the ability to affect others to obtain the outcomes one wants through attraction rather than coercion or payment. A country's soft power rests on its resources of culture, values and policies. A smart power strategy combines hard and soft power resources. Public diplomacy, in turn, has a long history as a means of promoting a country's soft power and was essential in winning the Cold War. The current war against transnational terrorism is a struggle to win hearts and minds, and the current over-reliance on hard power alone is not the path to success. Public diplomacy is an important tool in the arsenal of smart power. But smart public diplomacy requires an understanding of the roles of credibility, self-criticism and civil society in generating soft power. So far, the Philippines has steadily improved its geopolitical position through the effective use of public diplomacy and soft power. Analogously, it will also be through public diplomacy and soft power that the contending nations can avert the outbreak of conflict in the region. The SCS situation has not needed more the activity and wisdom of statesmen on both sides to prevent hostilities as it does now. Public diplomacy. Wikipedia explains the key ideas and objectives of public diplomacy. Public diplomacy, broadly speaking, is any of the various government-sponsored efforts aimed at communicating directly with foreign publics to establish a dialogue designed to inform and influence with the aim of building support for the state's strategic objectives. These also include propaganda. As the international order changed over the 20th century, so did the practice of public diplomacy. Its practitioners use a variety of instruments and methods ranging from personal contact and media interviews to the internet and educational exchanges. Edmund Gullion, Dean of the Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy at Tufts University and a distinguished retired Foreign Service officer, was the first to use the phrase in its modern meaning, says Nicholas J. Cull of the USC Center on Public Diplomacy. An early Muro Center brochure provided a convenient summary of Gullion's concept. Public Diplomacy, deals with the influence of public attitudes on the formation and execution of foreign policies. It encompasses dimensions of international relations beyond traditional diplomacy, the cultivation by governments of public opinion in other countries, the interaction of private groups and interests in one country with another, 
the reporting of foreign affairs and its impact on policy, communication between those whose job is communication, as diplomats and foreign correspondents, and the process of intercultural communications. Over time, the concept and definition of public diplomacy have evolved. Nancy Snow, in the Routledge Handbook of Public Diplomacy, wrote, Public diplomacy's 21st century trend is dominated by fractal globalization, preemptive military invasion, information and communication technologies that shrink time and distance, and the rise of global non-state actors, terror networks, bloggers, that challenge state-driven policy and discourse on the subject. Public diplomacy that traditionally represents the actions of governments to influence overseas publics within the foreign policy process has expanded today beyond the realm of governments to include the media, multinational corporations, NGOs and faith-based organizations as active participants in the field. Effective public diplomacy starts from the premise that dialogue is central to achieving the goals of foreign policy. Public diplomacy must be seen as a two-way street. Soft power. The Oxford English Dictionary records the phrase soft power as power of a nation, state, alliance, etc., deriving from economic and cultural influence, rather than coercion or military strength. Wikipedia says, in international politics soft power is the ability to co-opt rather than coerce, in contrast with hard power. It involves shaping the preferences of others through appeal and attraction. Soft power is non-coercive, using culture, political values and foreign policies to enact change. Political scientist Joseph Nye Jr., who popularized the idea of soft power, explained in 2012 that with soft power, the best propaganda is not propaganda. He explained further that during the information age, credibility is the scarcest resource. In his 1990 book, Bound to Lead, The Changing Nature of American Power, Nye wrote, when one country gets other countries to want what it once might be called cooptive or soft power in contrast with the hard or command power of ordering others to do what it wants. Nye further developed the concept in his 2004 book, Soft Power, The Means to Success in World Politics. Soft power contrasts with hard power, the use of coercion and payment. Soft power can be wielded not just by states but also by all actors in international politics, such as NGOs or international institutions. It is also considered by some as an example of the second face of power that indirectly allows one to obtain the outcomes one wants. The success of soft power heavily depends on the actor's reputation within the international community, as well as the flow of information between actors. Thus, soft power is often associated with the rise of globalization and neoliberal international relations theory. Popular culture and mass media are regularly identified as a source of soft power. PH use of public diplomacy and soft power, the major countries of the West, such as the US, the UK, Germany and France, have regularly employed public diplomacy and soft power to advance their national interest abroad through well-known channels of promotion like the USIA, British Council, Gouda House, and Alliance Francaise. With the long-drawn-out dispute with China in the South China Sea and its rise to strategic importance in the Indo-Pacific region, the Philippines must clearly move now to the effective use of public diplomacy. The government has used the current tensions in the SCS as an opportunity to accelerate the modernization and upgrading of its armed forces and defense capability. It has rallied its allies and friends into open support for the Philippine government and its policy. The use of joint military drills with allies, the visits of U.S. naval vessels alongside Filipino vessels and forces, and the display of several hundreds of U.S. fighter jets have vividly matched the swarming by Chinese militia vessels of disputed areas in the SCS. The tit-for-tat reply to Chinese swarming has provoked the Chinese to protest provocation. Above all, the decision in favor of the Philippines by the arbitral panel at The Hague in July 2016 has become a marker for the whole world of China's bogus claims to the entire South China Sea.
Nevertheless, for the dispute to move to resolution, the Philippines and the other ASEAN claimants and their big power allies should employ dialogue with China as the chief means to defuse the current tensions and reach a resolution of the dispute. There is no solution otherwise. China, too, with its massive economic problems and imminent demographic crisis, must also turn increasingly to public diplomacy and dialogue. Its grandiose Belt and Road Initiative, which was envisioned as its dramatic strategy for global power and influence, has become an empire of dust, according to London's The Sun. Countries that were eagerly hooked into the BRI are now defaulting on massive debts and uncompleted projects. It is surely a blessing that the Filipino state, under President Rodrigo Duterte, was not fooled enough to sign up wholesale with the Belt and Road Initiative. Yenobserver at gmail.com Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.